Hey, could somebody please turn off the news fire hose for just a second? Like, seriously, can I? Can we take a breath? My goodness, the news coming at us fast and furious. Whoa, Peter Slowly, police chief in Ottawa, has resigned. Global News confirming that. If you're listening to Alex Pearson and Brian Lilly, Brian Lilly breaking it on Twitter initially, uh, and quickly confirmed by a bunch of other news organizations, including Global News, Apparently at 2.30 today, that is when we have the Police Services Board meeting in Ottawa. The news will then become official. Peter Slowly out as the chief of the Ottawa Police Service. What's that going to mean going forward? Uh, What else do we have? Oh, we have a leak. We have a leak, a hack of Go Send Go. Now, what is that? And you're like, well, I've heard that. What is that? This is the quote-unquote Christian I guess, fundraising or uh, crowdsourcing service that went into play after the uh, GoFundMe was frozen for the trucker convoy. There's been a hack of it. Uh, Distributed Denial of Secrets is a whistleblower collective. It says it didn't do the hack, but it has published much of the details. And some of the details about where the money's been coming from, very interesting. A majority of the money, $5.4 million appears to have come from Canadian sources, but that is just a bare majority, only 52%. A lot, a lot of American investors, a lot of investors, a lot of American uh, individuals appear to have donated more individuals in America than actually than Canadians. 51.6 thousand American donations compared to 36,000 from Canada. And part, of course, the emergency measures that have been brought in are going to bring crowdsource uh, under the new federal rules. And there's all kinds of concerns about, is this overreach? I mean, what are the actual details on that? We still don't know. We're staying on top of it. But you know what? You know what? There's a lot to be concerned about. But I, I got the feels on this Tuesday. I do. I got things are looking up. Things are looking up, people. I tell you what we do. Why don't we just hug it out? I love each and every one of you. Way to go. Thank you. Thank you. That is Doug Ford and the Dofo Show just earlier this morning. I appreciate the sentiments. I love each and every one of you as well. Uh, We're going to take you through what Doug Ford had to say. Very interesting comments. Again, comments about his own family and division within his own family. And asked him questions about, wait a second, hold on, hold on, hold your horses. We're moving up the elimination of Vax passports. I know you say, Premier, that that's not a political consideration. But I don't know if everyone agrees. The NDP doesn't agree. Says it's a political decision. And coming up, we're going to talk to people who say that's exactly what they think. And they think that it's too fast. I want to ask for you. I want, is, it, is the elimination of the Vax passports going too quickly? That is uh, the call to you and the question to you coming up on the radio program. We'll open the phone lines. I want to get your take on that. But shall we get to it? Our top story. All right, our top story. The government saying that Monday, uh, said rather yesterday, that is yesterday, that uh, businesses that choose to can continue to require proof of vaccination when the Vax Pass is eliminated as of March the 1st. Well, Cindy Stern and Luis Nemes are co-owners of Bistro on Avenue. It's a wing joint. They were crazy, going crazy this weekend, making orders of wings for the Super Bowl. And these co-owners say, well, hold on, hold on, not so fast. Welcome to the program. 
Thank you. Thank you. Cindy, what are you going to do on March 1st? Are you going to lift the VAX passport requirements? Um, I'm not even sure we're going to be open March 1st. First of all, we have to hire a lot of front of house staff. Um, I, I like that it's going back to 100% capacity, but uh, Lewis and I were talking and we decided we still want to remain a little cautious. So uh, that uh, removal of the vaccine passport hit us pretty quickly. Um, all we're asking for really is um, maybe a couple of weeks, a month, see how it goes um, and continue on with the Vax passport um, beyond March 1st. Maybe it could be a couple of weeks, it could be a month. Uh, we have always proceeded cautiously and uh, we don't see why not now. Lewis, do you think the government is moving too quickly with the removal of the Vax passport requirement? We, we think it's a little bit too quick, yes. And do you believe that the decisions are being motivated purely by public health information or do you think politics is involved? Well, I, I always think politics is involved. Um, and I, I, I do speak to a lot of uh, doctor friends. I, I have always followed the science. And uh, if most of them believe that uh, maybe we don't need vaccine passports now, uh, I get that. But I'm also trying to read the room for our restaurant. And uh, I, I think the psychology is just as important as the science. And uh, listen, we've all been through two years of hell. And uh, behaviorally, it's going to take a little longer than just saying, okay, do away with this, do away with that. Um, sometimes the brain doesn't follow the body just as quickly. How long do you guys think that you will continue? Because it's up to you. How long do you think you will continue to require a VAX passport once it's eliminated? And especially for the fact that your competitors will not have to be using it. I, I realize that. Um, what I'm finding is a lot of the feedback we're getting is, thank you for continuing to keep us safe. I am getting a few haters as usual, um, but I think for the most part, uh, I think everyone else wants to go a little slowly too. And all the power to those restaurants that want to just let the people in. We've never found it uh, cumbersome with the QR codes. It takes about 30 seconds and then they're seated. Uh, so here we go with, um, it's going to be our choice for our restaurant in this neighborhood. and. Uh, if we find that people are going, it's okay, we don't care about the passport anymore, then we remove it. It's not gonna be, it's for sure three weeks, it's for sure four weeks, it could be earlier, but the feedback I'm getting now is thanks because I'm only gonna go to restaurants that have continue with the vaccine passport. So you're, what you're hearing from the majority of people that are patrons of your restaurant or that you communicate with is that they also share this feeling that that maybe the government is going too quickly with vax passports being eliminated so far 100 percent uh, the calls were uh, have been positive we we still get i get the usual hate mail i get the uh um uh you know the calls of being a nazi which i tweeted out is rather ironic since i'm the daughter of a holocaust survivor so we're still going to get that and i just choose to ignore it the last time we had to hire security this time i think best to just ignore it and uh, the haters will hate and the ones that want to come in will come in and the ones that don't want to come in won't come in and uh, we'll watch the numbers and watch hopefully that we get a lot of customers in and business improves and uh, take it from there. It doesn't have to be a black and white uh, date ridden decision. Cindy, Lewis, thank you so much for your time today. Very much appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you.
Uh, Cindy Stern and Louis Nemez are co-owners of uh, Bistro on Avenue, which is a wing joint. They will still require a VAX passport as of March 1st, even though the province of Ontario is going to drop that requirement. A couple of key things, I think, to take away from that. <clears throat> One, you heard uh, psychology over science, or at least measuring both of those. And isn't it funny how we have... We have heard that argument on both sides, on all sides, you know, the psychology versus the science, the politics versus the science. And the haters are going to hate. The haters are going to hate. Isn't that the truth in this pandemic? Now, Doug Ford was specifically asked this morning about this and about restaurants uh, like Cindy and Lewis's and whether or not you know, this puts these restaurateurs or this these business owners wider to, in terms of how it's impacted various businesses and put businesses owners in a tough spot where they feel where they're trying to think, well, wait a second. Should I should I do this or not? Here's what Doug Ford had to say. Like we are done with it. Let's let's start moving on and cautiously. And, you know, we've we, we followed the rules, all of us, like 90 percent of us for for over two years. The world's done with it. So let's just move forward. Let's just move forward. He gave a long kind of answer to it. Didn't really address it. Was specifically asked about uh, business owners. And I want to play that again for you because does this, I think this encapsulates, you know, what we all feel, but does it in, does it bring in the science that we need at the same time? Play that again. Like we are done with it. Let's, let's start moving on and cautiously and, you know, we, we, we've followed the rules, all of us, like 90% of us, for, for over two years. The world's done with it. So let's just move forward. So let's just move forward. My question to you is, do you have any reservations, like those restaurant owners that you just heard from, do you have any reservations about the elimination of VAX passports? Are we going too quickly on that? I hear something to keep in mind now. Remember back before Omicron when we had a kind of a roadmap for when Vax passports would be eliminated? We're eliminating them faster now than before Omicron. I think that's interesting. Are we Goldilocks? Is this a Goldilocks situation? My name is Alan Carter. I'm back in a flash.